This is Above Grade with J.S. Brown and your host, Bryce Jacob. Welcome to Above Grade, where each week we discuss the construction landscape here in Central Ohio. This is Bryce Jacob from J.S. Brown and Company. I'm here with Greg Hansberry for your edutaining value. Hey, hey, hey. What's going on, man? Well, uh, I'm worried that this episode is going to make me hungry. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because every time uh, you know, uh, we talk yeah. about German Village. Yeah, you're baiting of, it already. Of my favorite restaurant. Schmidt's. The Sausage Hoss. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, there's a lot of great places down there to eat, and Schmitz is one of them, and it's right around the corner from the guests that we have on the show. We're going to introduce him in a second. I have to get an update from you. Okay, yeah. I got to see if you bit the bullet this last week and mm-hmm. did that little crown capper thing in your chimney, the $500 worth of painting on the inside Not yet. Chimney. I snooped around a little bit more and uh, didn't find out too much more information, but the, the, uh, the people we had out at the house last week said that it was something that could wait till next spring. All right. So, so I just gonna, figured, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, it's yeah, it's getting colder anyway. Yeah, you want that paint to really know, cure exactly. up in there, especially if it's got toxins in it. You know, yeah, I don't want to be screwing <laughs> with that while it's cold outside. Yeah, no kidding. I know you want to light a fire and then really activate it. Right, that's exactly what uh, I want. Cool. Well, um, we, you baited it. All the good food down in German Village, and what an awesome part of our city. There's beautiful homes down there, and there's been a really, and it's been going on for decades now, kind of a revitalization of the area, but. Probably in the last five to ten years, we've seen so much work going on down there. Homes, really uh, major improvements to these homes and really making them places that are going to last forever. Mm -hmm. Putting them on the map. We're seeing them on the German Village Home Tour. And I'm fortunate enough to have a client of mine in here. Seth Seymour is with me. Seth, awesome to have you here. Yeah, good to be here, Bryce. Thanks for agreeing to do this. Um, And I think it'd be really good. Um, It's been a while since we've had a client on on the, the show but uh, I thought in particular because the nature of your home being historic, and it's got a nice historic story to it as well, some of the changes that happened in the home really improved or changed the way you're living in the home dramatically. But I want to talk about the journey today and let people know what that roller coaster ride really is like because it was kind of a roller coaster ride for you. It absolutely was. Um, but in the end, it was worth it, I yeah. would say. And that's what I love to hear because there's those points I know when I couldn't get the air out you know, when your hands are <laughs> around my neck. No, it was never that bad. But there, you know, I know there. It's very trying, and I think it's really important because we hear, we talk about it a lot on above grade of how um, difficult it is for both parties, how it is for remodelers, how it is for homeowners. And I think having you on where we can talk about that and let people really understand what they need to prepare for in going on that journey. Um, is really, is, I think you'll do a wonderful job because your communication throughout the project was what I really appreciate. And you remember the rules that we set at the beginning mm-hmm. of the project. Let's be really honest with each other, but let's be really respectful in doing it. And I tell you, sometimes the honesty hurt, but you always delivered it respectfully. And I thank you for that. Oh, no problem. Yeah. And um, the, the project itself just phenomenal. It's on our website. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening and you like to multitask, and I know how much Greg loves to do I've that. already got my Googles up. <laughs> yeah, he's got it up. You go to, do you know how to go to the jsbrowncompany.com? I've got it uh, bookmarked. It's uh, under yeah. kitchens. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's un, it is under That's kitchens. you'll find it. It's under kitchens, and I, I think it might be under whole house as well. Okay. Um, we tagged it, but the primary is under kitchen. So if you go there, you'll see, and you'll know which kitchen we're talking about right away. It's one of the first three that that's recently been posted, and you'll see the brick kitchen right away that used to be your living room. Yeah, you uh, and you called it the German Village Gym, which I mm. think it is. 
German um, Village Gem. Yeah, yeah that's one? the one. That's, that's the one. one. So yeah. uh, 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 Oop, nope, wait, one right above this one. Oh, I was yeah, gonna say yeah. Greg's and got his little Google device out. Uh, it, it, it automatically just the first glance of it. It looks updated, but it still has that German Village charm of the exposed red brick. You see yeah. that brick? Yeah, right away it that just brick pops. used to be plaster wall. They did, yeah. and uh, we removed it last fall. And let me tell you, it was a mess. And then was that brick exposed behind it then? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Sure was. Very cool. We didn't know what we'd find, but uh, it turned out really well. Yeah. We kind of took a, we took a gamble, didn't we? Because that was one, you know, whenever we're doing these projects, I remember uh, uh, when we first met, there's obviously budget parameters. Everybody has them. Yeah. And as we were going through the design and the planning, I want to talk about that journey uh, more in depth coming up. But as we were going through it, we realized that the investment, you were going, okay, are there any, is there anything we can do to manage this cost? And I said, well, some of the things you could do is one, pull the plaster off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, okay, well, I'll do that. And we told you how much it would save if you did it versus us. And you went, okay, well, there's a nice chunk. It's maybe worth us doing that. And that was something that you rolled up your sleeves and you dove right into it and you started pulling that off. And it was great because you called with questions here and there. There are some areas that were easy to get off, some that were not so easy. What was that like doing that yourself, by the way? Oh, boy. Um, In some ways, I mean, we had a lot of sweat equity in the house. Yep. And that really felt good. In other ways, I think the amount of time that it took to do all of those projects, maybe it wasn't worth our time because, man, for about four months, it consumed doing all of, much of the demolition ourselves. Yeah. It consumed our weeknights. It consumed definitely our weekends. Um, we would then do the work. Then like once we would take, for example, down the plaster, what do we do with it? We didn't have a construction <laughs> dumpster. Right. So we had challenges all, all the way. Um, so would I do it again, the demolition? If I had a lot of time, I think I would. But I don't think in the end it really saved us a whole lot. Yeah. But uh, and that that was something I realized after the fact. Yeah, I think there's a you know we talk about the emotional bank account that everybody has. There's mm-hmm. a tolerance point, and when you're doing some of that demolition, the therapy part of it when it wears off, it's no, <laughs> it's no more therapy anymore. But. Yeah, I, I mean your crew could come in and probably do it in two days, where it took me four months. From, you know, tearing down the plaster, like we said, to removing the flooring. Floors, yeah. There were there was Layers. flooring after flooring, and I would take the nails. And we probably did it the longest, hardest way possible because maybe we didn't have the tools. We didn't have the expertise. Um, again, there's a sense of pride that I feel doing mm-hmm. it. And I'm like, I, I did that. You yep. know, I have a, sure you enough. know, a lot of hard work invested in that house. At the same time, it was a lot of hard work. Yeah. Um, we missed, you know, parties, get togethers, you know, weekends. Uh, but in the end it was, you know, like I said, it was worth it. I don't know. I don't know if, again, if I would do that demolition though ourselves. Well, I guess the good news is there's not a whole lot left to do in your home. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> you know? There better I mean, not be Bryce. <laughs> um, no, really the only thing we have left to you do. You heard it first right here on above grade. <laughs> done. A, we can't afford it. <laughs> B, we're tired. Um, we just, we, we need to do our bathrooms. Yeah. And so we removed a full bath downstairs that really made no sense for why it was there. Um, But we plumbed the upstairs for a second full bath. So right now we we technically only have one full bath in our house, but we plumbed to have a second um, upstairs down the road at some point. Well, and that was part of when we initially met, we did the big picture plan. Mm -hmm. You know, we said, okay, here's what we want to accomplish in the entire home. 
and we started talking investment and I said, I don't think you'll get there with the whole project, but we can maybe phase and, and here's how we do that. And, uh, that's ultimately the direction that we took is yeah. kind of a two, two part approach. And in part one, we did preparation for part two. Yeah. So, and you recall this because we were doing a lot of the plumbing and supplying for this bathroom. So we didn't have to tear your new area apart whenever that second phase happens. There's the rough in and all of the water lines and the drain lines are all tied in and ready to go into the area that's been designed. And that's a conversation that comes up a lot. You know, you're, you're not, you're not unique in any stretch of the imagination in the, in the manner of uh, homeowners have plans that are usually very big and it's good to get the plans out of the way. So, you know, what's, what's digestible today and what really needs to be chewed on at a later date. But if you're committing kind of to that big picture plan, you can really save a lot of dollars all said and done by getting the part two pieces staged and ready to go, which you're ready to go. Yeah. I can't imagine going through and tearing out what we just no. redid. And so I'm glad we did that. Yeah. I'm also glad we did it in two phases too. Um, it shortened our project time and, you know, it saved us some money in terms of not doing it right away. Um, and once we, once we're prepared to do the second phase, we'll be ready to go. Well, we might not be sitting here if that were the case because it was already intrusive enough. It was very intrusive. Yeah. Um, but we knew that. And so, and that was fine. And I loved seeing the crews there every day because I'm like, they're working hard. They're working on the house. They're, they're making progress. But intrusive, it, it absolutely was. Yeah. Well, you're walking. There was no way for you to get in or out of your house to your living space without going through the construction space. It was impossible. Impossible. Because your entire first floor was discombobulated and switched around. The kitchen that was where it was was moved to the back of the house where your living room was. The walls were all open. The full bathroom was torn out. The brick walls were exposed. The old window was removed and a new doorway was created. Uh, and so when you look at all these pictures, this is the thing. People look at these pictures and they're like, oh my God, that's gorgeous. That's got to be so fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't fun. We actually, we lived upstairs right. throughout an, our entire in a project. Bed, in a, in a two bedrooms and a bathroom. And a bathroom. And we used our upstairs utility room, which will soon be the second bathroom, um, but our upstairs utility room as a makeshift kitchen. And, um, you know, for the first few months, it was fine. We saw the the light at the end of the tunnel. But, you know, when the project continues to go on and on and, and on. And you hear the train whistle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, so we got really yeah. old washing dishes in an old tub. And, yeah. you know, I missed my dishwasher. <laughs> and just like the small things that you took, you know, you take for granted on a daily basis. Plus all the dust and debris. And, and there were constantly people in our house. Um, the one working bathroom that we had, um, we opted against getting a porta potty right. for the crews. And so the, the crews were, were using our bathroom, which was fine. It saved us money, but then it was just, it was inconvenient. And yeah. sometimes it was kind of weird seeing just random people using your restroom, <laughs> you know, your bathroom. Um, hey guys, <laughs> yeah. take but a it, number. <laughs> but we That's always, right. we always tried to, to see the light at the end of the tunnel and, uh, finally after, gosh, I think it was eight months. Yeah. We got there. Well, and you know, that, that wasn't the plan, right? Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't planned <laughs> it to be wasn't. that. Long. And it's, it's why I had me on, you know, it was, um, you know, that was, it was one of these projects where there was a little bit of a Murphy's law moment where a couple things started to go wrong. It just got, there was motion to that. And, yeah. you know, it's really unfortunate. And I remember telling you, cause I tell every client this before, you know, no one, everyone likes each other and you're all optimistic about everything. It's all going to work fine. 
But I always say this because I've been doing this long enough to know that there's always something that doesn't go the way you plan it. Is that whatever it is, no matter how big it is, when it happens or how bad it is at the time, we'll take care of it and we'll stand behind it and we'll make, we'll take care of it. Yeah. And you did. And you noted that a couple of times, even amidst the frustration, it's feeling like that light that we're looking at at the end of the tunnel is actually the oncoming train because there are a few <laughs> moments where, you know, and from the other side, I don't sleep when that happens. Mm-hmm. And I know you didn't sleep when it's not getting done <laughs> and when yeah. there are problems that are occurring. And right right down, you know, the, the cabinetry was one of the bigger things. And we don't need to fine tune this because I don't need, you don't need more therapy after this. Uh, recalling some of these things, but there were challenges with the cabinetry and they were larger than any I'd ever encountered um, in dealing with a custom cabinet line that we were working with. And it was, it was detrimental to our relationship with them, unfortunately, uh, because it didn't seem to get better quickly. And uh, in large part, it's to what Greg, you and I talk about on above grade all the time is, uh, and this isn't to make excuses because we've already been through all this is our industry is so overwhelmed with the volume of work that's being done that it somewhere is, has to break. Mm-hmm. And it seemed to, in this case, right there at the cabinetry. And you have a, a cabinet company that's been notably really very good that does a wonderful job and they just got overloaded and didn't know how to recover well. And it's a reflection of this. And you, you reminded me, you said you're only as good as your weakest link. And right now that weak link is not a good reflection of you. you. You touched on two of the biggest surprises we had in the project. When we started this, we figured there would be surprises. We thought that when we did the demolition or when you completed the demolition, you would discover something, an issue with the home or something that was going to have to be fixed. Some structural thing or yeah. weird Luckily, electric I mean, or whatever. Of all the yeah. things that did go um, wrong, that's really one of the things that did not go wrong. <laughs> yeah. there, there were that's no true. big Blessings. surprises <laughs> with and the in house. Build, you find it all the time. I yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> Fully Mold, anticipated. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually knocking on wood because I'm sure there are still more house or more issues with that house that we'll soon discover down the road. But what we weren't anticipating in terms of surprise was issues with our cabinets. I mean, we spent a lot of money yeah. on custom-made cabinets and not only were the cabinets flawed, the installation, um, not that you all did, but the, the cabinet was, country yeah. uh, company was awful. Mm. It was like the team C of team B of, of, the, of, the, of the company itself. Yeah. And so definitely um, people who probably should not have been installing cabinets. This is the first day. <laughs> I think. It w- and so the surprise with. The subcontractors. And we were moving right up to that point. I mean, and we, we were, were moving. Yeah. I think we were ahead of schedule. Yeah. But then the other thing that you touched on that surprised us was the shortage of labor. Yeah. And I think our project, it really seemed like that was an issue, especially towards the end. It was hard to get certain subcontractors in there to do the work because yeah. they were so overwhelmed or some people simply just would not couldn't do our project. We were needing them today and they're booked out for a month. Yeah. And you know that when there's urgency on projects, your best laid plan, you always have some cushion in there and you usually have some flexibility, but it isn't, Hey, I need you tomorrow. Or, um, Hey, we're not going to get to this this week, but in two weeks I need you here. And they're going, look, I'm I'm built. uh, My time frame is booked out for two months. I can't get there. And then you get yourself scrambling around trying to find a backup plan and you know that that's what we were running around because we're trying to keep things moving so yeah i mean it, it, it became a little bit of a circus even for us that we've been doing this forever yeah. and you know and i kept saying to you i can only apologize so many times and 
you know, and the and and fortunately, the two of you that we were working with kept a very level head, but we knew your frustration because we were right in the thick of it with you. And that and it's precisely why I wanted to have this program because not everything goes as perfectly as you want, but the fact that you're here today shows that you get through it and you survive it. We did. And when you have those moments that are really terrible and you have that whites of the eyes together and you both realize that we're still in it together, we got to help each other through because it wasn't fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we got to the point where everyone in in our office that what you've never even met is going, how's that project going? Is everything working <laughs> out? What happened yeah. today? And it's like but. our flooring guy knocked over a box while he was putting the final coat on the floor and it had dust on it and the dust went over the surface of your hardwood floor and there's nothing you can do at that point except wait for it to dry sand it and do it again again. and i remember when you saw that and you were like i've had it and i'm just like i don't (laughs) even know what to tell you it's that murphy's law thing it's just like i haven't ever had that happen you know where there's something where they knock a box over and the whole all the dust and debris on the top of it just goes over your over the floor and you're just like you have to be kidding me. i mean these pictures though that's beautiful. I, I mean, it looks like it, it was, uh, I mean, well, it, it's, again, it's, it's well worth it, the cost. That's what you see the pictures and you see all this and you go, wow, you know, everything is great. But the story behind sure. it to get there, sometimes um, you celebrate the results of pictures like that even greater because um, you get through an awful lot and you learn an awful lot. And there are things that you go, we've got to really – sometimes you've been doing this so long and you've done it so often that you maybe your guards down. And that was yeah. a good lesson for us because we were like, we've done so many things that are automatic and there are, there are a lot of factors that play into it as well. I, I think so too. And, and you know, I'm living there. And so I'm there more often, a lot of times when there was a mistake and we expected mistakes. I mean, that's true with any type of project that you do. Um, I, sometimes I would discover it first yeah, And just seeing it and not knowing enough about the industry or what's wrong, you freak out a little bit, yeah. you know, it's really worrying to see that, that sawdust or to see those footprints in the, you know, the newly, uh, sealed floor. <laughs> mm. I mean, it's an awful feeling. And it's no fun to be the bad guy. You know what I mean? You, no. you seem like a nice enough guy here. How <laughs> it's gotta be miserable to pick up the phone. And, I, in fact, and, I said and that a lot. Somebody, you know, I'm like, I am so. I'm like, I don't want to be the one to complain. Yeah. I hate being that person. I don't want to have to be right. that person. Yeah, and there are and there are times. So let's talk about that too, because there are times where, while things are being done, because I remember that when the cabinets went went in, and there were a lot of things that you were pointing out, and. Uh, and we get this call a lot. Every every contractor that installs cabinets gets this call from someone who says the doors are crooked or there's a crack here or there's a this is it doesn't look like it's finished right or it's out of level. And it's kind of like, you know, and I, I think I even gave the analogy to, you you know, when you when you buy a new car, you don't see how it got there and yeah. you don't see the truck that it traveled on or the mud puddles that they drove through. You see it when it's sparkly, shining new. You would have never known that stones were shattered, you know, raining down on your car five hours ago and it's transport here and they did touch up paint buff all that stuff and you'd never know and in our case everything's so transparent because we're building it all in front of you that cabinetry is one of those things that there were a lot of things about the cabinets that were unacceptable we knew that but there were some things that were very expected and standard that are um we'll deal with a touch-up you do this that and i think you had said at one point well i don't want used cabinets i don't want something that needs touch-up 
and they they all need them. Uh, you know, not every cabinet does, but sometimes there's those adjustments, there's those little touch-ups, there's those little things you do. And that was learning for you because we didn't do a good enough job up front saying, hey, when the cabinets get here, they're not going to look like the cabinets that they will when they're done. Because when they're done, we'll have our chance to put our finishing touches on it. We got to airbrush things. We got to touch things out. We got to make sure. And if there's bad enough damage, significant enough, then it just goes away. Yeah. And there was a lot of that. Yeah. I mean, there, there were some things, you're right. The, the, the guys that we had uh, from that, that company install, um, I mean, I, I looked at it and went, why would they even leave that? You know, I mean, those were the things that were embarrassing yeah. for us is that why would, why would somebody leave something like that behind? And it happens and you can correct it. But when you've pulled your own plaster off the wall and you've pulled your own floors up, the tolerance level's already compromised. Yeah. So lesson to those of you who are thinking of doing the sweat equity, good lesson from you. Would you do it again? Yeah. Yeah. It depends what it is. You might peel a little, take a door out of its frame, but maybe not the plaster <laughs> off a brick and wall. And that's where again. we stop. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. There's some things, and and it's good because I've you know since your project, it's I've changed the way I've communicated a few things to homeowners about what their involvement is and what that will do to their um, their emotional well-being as they go through it because it's important we maintain it mm-hmm. and uh, and we could have done that better for you you know we, we, we could have done it better for you and I think there was um, you know it was really nice the last day of your project walking down to the Mohawk mm-hmm. and sitting there and having a cold beer together that was a good beer it was a, a good beer <laughs> and it was good that we could do that together yeah and and uh, kind of celebrate finally that finish line and and being able to turn a project over to you that You've done a stunning job with the interior design and the decorating and the finishing of the furniture. You know, all that stuff makes our projects look better too. But you, know, you have a really good eye for finishing that space out. It's night and day. You know, that on the website, we've got a couple before pictures. Uh, and you'll know. I didn't have to label them before. We you only, can just tell. We only <laughs> wanted to do ask. this, Bryce, this project, if it made our life better. I didn't want to invest money just for the sake of investing money or or changing the kitchen just to make it prettier. I wanted it to make our life better. Our house, because it was so old, it was built in the 1870s. Over the years, it had just simply been cut up, neglected. Um, It was a duplex most recently, I believe, in the 80s and the 90s. It was upstairs, downstairs apartments. Mm. And so that's why we had a full bath downstairs. It really made no sense when we had no bath or, or no bedrooms, rather, down there. And so before we spent a dollar, we wanted to make sure this project was going to make our life better. Like, hey, we could be in the kitchen together while my husband cooks. I can be working on the computer at the island. We didn't have that option um, in, in right. the way that the old house was. Right. The, uh, the old house, the, the, the path to get to the upstairs, I mean, it was... It was like going through a maze to get to just our bedroom. Just to run upstairs. Yeah, it just made no sense. And so I feel really good about the changes. It, and so far, I mean, a few months into kind of having it completed, it has made a big difference. Yeah. It's huge. It's hard to even think about the way the house was and how we lived. Yeah, I was I was really excited. You know, as a, as a designer, I get really excited about that eureka moment, which I had with yours of, if we put the kitchen back here and we flare the stairs, so you go down into the kitchen and into the adjacent den area and relocate a powder room so mm-hmm. you have something on the first floor, it opened everything up and it and it created a circular pattern as opposed to that S pattern, mm-hmm. you know, where you snake through the house to get upstairs. It was so odd. 
And uh, when when both both of you were like, that, that's it, that's great, let's do it. Um, that's when I get really excited because we knew we were going to see that thing come to life. Cool. And then yeah. when it's finished, it's even better than I envisioned. You know, just being able to see from the front door all the way into the kitchen now, which, you know, you couldn't see that back room. You'd have the doorbell or someone <laughs> knock on the door and you'd have to right. wind around through the house right. just to get there. Now you can like <laughs> lean over and look over your shoulder. I know, and we'll see right still out the go to that door. one spot and look all the way through the house. We're like, wow, we can see all the way to the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... I don't think people have uh, an idea of what a big deal that is because it didn't seem possible. So I have to give you kudos. You and your team listened to us in terms of what we wanted from a layout perspective and the ultimate goal, which was, again, to make our life better. So uh, we're grateful. Awesome. Well, thanks. It's probably a good time to give a tip. Well, huh? I was going to say I have another question, but yeah? before that, this is, let's, let's hear the All right, the then, we'll, the then we'll get back to your yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. All right. It's time for the tip of the week. If you haven't remodeled before, you could be in for a big surprise. Remodeling is an invasion into your life and can be more than disruptive just to your home. Before embarking on the remodeling path, be sure to talk to others who've remodeled to learn from their experience. Then get yourself mentally prepared for the roller coaster ride that has an outcome well worth the ride. And that is your tip for the week. Now let's get back to Seth. And I want to get back to your question. Yeah, well, uh, you Seth, you kind of mentioned it and we talked about it at the beginning. Not only did this prob- this uh, project seem to have a lot of uh, you know hiccups, but you're also talking about a project in German Village where they probably had its own set of um, of, of, of speed bumps you had to overcome. <laughs> so what uh, can you talk like specifically? Because I saw on your uh, you know on the website here, there's even a sign. What does it say here? Is it the plaque? Historic. Yeah, it's a, yeah. there's yeah. a plaque that calls you know it's a, a historic village. German village home of your house. So uh, I guess talk to some of those like kind of pros and cons of having to deal with this cool old community. Yeah. You know what? I appreciate it's called the German village commission and Mm -hmm. they, and they govern really the outside of all the homes in the neighborhood from an inside perspective, interior perspective, we can do pretty much whatever we want within, within reason. Um, for, for this project, we replaced the windows, all the, well, most of the windows in the front and the sides. And we chose a window that had been pre-approved by the commission. So that was actually pretty simple. Um, in the past, however, you know, we've tried to add wooden shutters to our home, but the commission Mm -hmm. has said, no, we Mm -hmm. added a patio in the back with a covered portion. And the commission actually gave us some feedback and we changed how we built it. Um, which was frustrating at the time, but it actually was the right call. So a lot of people get frustrated with the commission, and I can understand why, but um, I appreciate it. Um, But I would say for this project, we really had very little interaction with the commission. Just the windows. I mean, we changed all the windows in the home and went to black windows, and we had to just make sure that the quality and the finish of the windows was acceptable to them. So... That did not require any variances. It didn't require, um, we didn't even have to go into the city. We filled out a document, submitted everything. I worked directly through the commission um, and got approval that way. So it was nice. You know, I'm I'm also a planning commissioner for a historic area in town, which is Riverly, and we do the same kind of thing. There are, you know, some cases where people just submit something we go cool and other times they have to come in for the the meeting that we have once a month so it, they were very easy to work with it was very reasonable we weren't proposing anything that was really off the wall there's so much so many of those black windows going in yeah. and 
some of the finish that was done on the outside. And I think it was your call to do that, the black uh, soffits, and that turned out gorgeous. I yeah. think as we were vacillating which colors to use on the paint of the trim, um, ultimately you were like, I'd like to do black. And you know, when we did that, it's, I mean, it looks, it just looks so, so nice with those windows being black. It's really a good call. So, you know, th- th- those are some fun things. It's a collaborative effort. And, uh, you know, from the beginning of design, I, I remember just enjoying that process of kind of going back and forth and trying to make sure that we were, you know, you have that hit list. I'm glad to hear you say that it wasn't just about making things pretty, but it had, if you're going to invest the money and the keyword is invest because you're getting something that's a greater return out of it all mm-hmm. said and done. And, uh, that investment in how the home is going to feel, operate and live, uh, you know, hopefully you're looking at it now going, that was awesome. It yeah. was well worth it. And it, and it sounds like you are because, you know, those photographs of that project. And I know you kind of noodle, you don't need to make a commitment here on above grade, but you're thinking about having it on the German village tour. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. If we're asked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Right, well, that'll I be can't special. imagine though, thousands of people walking through my home. I know. Well, as long as they're not know. using the bathroom, I, I <laughs> they think. better not be. I don't even let my husband use the bathroom, yeah. so he has to go upstairs to where the 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 crews used. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, you've got yeah, you've got a great home, but certainly you get that traffic in there. You'd want to protect floors or put yeah. f- foot protection on and do all I those think things do a nice for job people. With that. So, yeah, they I know they do that because all those homes that are on the tour always have some really nice finishes, but. Yeah, your floors turned out beautiful, and that that was something that was really interesting. This was a fun part about your house, or the unexpected, um, when we took the old window out. Because the old front of your house had a porch, and then at some point that was expanded onto um, in the life of the home, I understand. And that front entry of the home was the doorway that the doorway into your kitchen that we relocated. And now there's a large living room on the front, but there was a window and that window, we cut the brick out, we expanded the opening, and then we jammed that thing out and made it look really nice. But the floor, where the two rooms met, there was about, what was it, an inch and a quarter? If not more. Drop, yeah, yeah. inch and a quarter, an inch and a half drop over a, that, that's about a 12-foot span. Yeah. Is that where that is? Yeah. So from the one doorway that lined up level over to the other doorway, which is between the door openings, is about six feet. To that that opening, there's oh inch and a inch and a half drop, and so we're we're all scratching our heads because the floor sagged that much. And here, this is supposed to be another level doorway, and we ended up because of the thickness of the brick that helped us a little bit, <clears throat> but we were able to build kind of a sloping wood floor that ties into the rest. So if you go through that doorway, you can feel a slope, of course, of an inch and a quarter over about a twenty inch distance. Yeah. So, I mean, it's quite a drop, but it ended up turning out really nice. It's very subtle, unless you're- Versus a step. Yeah, if you're not on it, you really don't see it. But it's also an old house, and so it doesn't alarm me, or anyone for that matter. So, it looks, you guys did a stunning job with that that elevation change. Well, thanks, because that was one that you kind of go, oh, crud. (laughs) what are we going to do with this? Because there's, I mean, it was significant, you know, a quarter inch, you can hide that. You never even know it, but an inch and a half in that distance, that was really something else. But yeah, the uh, credit to our flooring guy, because he, you know, we showed him that and he goes, yeah, I know what to do. <laughs> I was like, oh, thank God you <laughs> yeah. Did. And he did it. And he did a really yeah, It nice looks job, really good. All said and done. You would never know. You never know. No. So, 
So as you went through the design process, was there anything that you felt that, you know, or is there anything you would have done differently now looking back at it? In terms of the design process, um, you know, I don't think so. Our home, how it's, how it's laid out, it's really long. So we knew that there were only so many things that we could do to it. You had a staircase to deal with and a, a basement entryway to deal with. Mm-hmm. You also had a really thick brick wall to deal with. So there was only so many things we could do. But I think based on those, I mean, you'd probably say, well, actually, we could do a lot more if you're a budget. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not much. But uh, Not much at all. I, I, I think based on what the options were, we definitely picked the best ones. So yeah, no, no feedback on the design. Yeah, and that's good because I think as you come in the back door, you walk right into the kitchen now. Yeah. You're directly in there. But part of the cabinetry plan was to have an area where you dump coats and shoes mm-hmm. and all of that. And you can have electronics charging there. So it's one of the things I love about German Village is the homes are tighter, smaller. You really got to push it because the size of the island and the spatial distance between everything is not typically what you want. It's a little bit tighter, but going into it, knowing that it's acceptable. Yeah. And you know, nothing is, you can't, it's not that you can't open a refrigerator door while you're standing there or you can't cook and have someone there. You have good clearances, but boy, they're, they're tight. Yeah. And, uh, but boy, does it look nice. That brick. It's so nice to see that German village brick compared to that drywall. Yeah. What a beautiful change at home. It almost feels like it's brought back to where it should have been. Yeah. You know what? We, uh, the, the layout of the kitchen, I mean, we just, we just tested it this past weekend. We had a, a brunch and we had eight people in our kitchen. It did not feel cramped. It was yeah. awesome based on just the layout. People gathered around the really long island. It worked really well. Yeah. So awesome. that was a and, good feeling. And Keith is happy as well. Keith is happy so far. <laughs> he yeah. gets mad because I don't want him to use the new kitchen. <laughs> and so it's actually you know, a contention in our relationship, but because uh, I'm like, Don't oh, it. it's too nice. You can't use the kitchen. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's he's loving it. He's cooking like a storm and uh, yeah. really enjoying it. Yeah. Well, there's some beautiful touches in there as well. You know, one of the things that's unique um, and one of the things we had to deal with, and I remember we, we kind of went back and forth of what we were going to do here is with the layout of the kitchen you had, uh, this goes back to the German Village Commission and not really wanting you to alter too much on the exterior, you had the big windows. Mm-hmm. And we had one of the windows that we wanted to run a countertop in front of, but it goes well below countertop depth or height. And uh, we decided to have an area where there's like a herb well, and that is an area you can put little herbs and the plants or whatever on a window ledge that we built in. And then there's the notch in the countertop that allows you to reach back and open the window if you ever want to operate it. Don't, mm-hmm. don't know that you ever really will, but <laughs> you know, the, it, it was one of the things that you had to do in order to have that kitchen plan work and still be able to, you know, keep the window there. Yeah. And so it makes sense of it. So you can kind of see that. So if you're looking at the images of it online, um, you look at where the kitchen sink is, it's the window directly behind the kitchen sink. If you zoom in, you can see that well, cause I don't know that we really took any close up pictures of that little well, but it's a good, it's a good solution. I hope that's working out. It, it's working out really well, actually. And from the outside, it, I think it would have looked odd to have a shorter window there because you would have had to build True. it up. And so from yeah. the outside, it looks like, it looks good. It looks Wouldn't like know it any should different. be. Yeah. yeah. And um, from the inside, it, you, you get more window and which looks out into our backyard, which 
Um, I'm kind of biased, but I think it's really pretty. Oh, you um, got a great backyard. Yeah. So it's cool. a great, yeah, it's a great view. It. You can kind of zoom in and see it on the see website. See the little trees yeah. down yeah. there. Yeah, that's, yeah. Um, down I mean, that's a, almost a desirable feature that you wish you would have come up with. <laughs> or, you know what I mean? Like, maybe you can integrate that's it That's where more. I'd sweep all my crumbs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's great. Yeah, that's, that's cool. That's the challenge. We have to be careful not to get our crumbs in there. Yeah. Crumbs yeah, and sponges, water. Sponges, yeah. Spill things down there. Yeah, so that's the only downside to that, but... We did put a big piece of glass, or I shouldn't say big, but just to, to like protect shelf the paint. On the, on the bottom. Yeah, because yeah. we, yeah, we did put uh, some, some plants, some succulents down there. So what advice do you have for our listeners if they're thinking about going through a remodel? Um, I, I was going to say think twice before doing the demo yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it really saved us as much money as what we we thought it would. And it consumed a lot of our time where, again, you all could have done it much, much faster and more efficiently than we could have. And the other thing about demo, we've done some ourselves is getting rid of all of it, too. What do you do with it? Yeah. What do you exactly. do with it? We had to borrow trucks. Yep. We had to take we it to We rented the f- uh, frog hauling like three different times. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to put some of it in our trash can. Yeah. And the city, no, I got in trouble by the city. So don't do that. (laughs) I got a warning. (laughs) Yeah. And don't tell my boss I used the dumpster here at work a couple times too. (laughs) Oh yeah. That's a good idea. That's a really good idea. Um, Having a designer helped us tremendously. Uh, We worked with Amy at JS Brown and one of the, our concerns going into the project was there are so many options Mm -hmm. available she really helped us narrow down the the endless number of options we could have chosen. And so it was really helpful having her there um, yeah, every step of the way. And she listened to us. Um, she would present options. We would say yes, yes or no. And from there we would, we would kind of narrow down our decision. So that was, that was really good. Um, I would say, you know, hiring a, a firm like JS Brown I, I wish I would have looked more closely at the scope of work. Um, it was really overwhelming when yeah. we got the scope of work. I mean, it was probably 12 or 13 pages. And so there were some things, you know, mostly everything was included, but there were some things that, you know, that, that weren't, that, that were an added cost, but it was just so overwhelming. So I wish I could have taken a step back, calmed down and, and really review that. Yeah. Um, because I could have asked much more educated questions then, you know, when we first reviewed the scope of work, as opposed to, you know, later on finding, well, that's, that is included or that isn't included. Um, I would say be prepared for surprises. We talked about, you know, the labor shortage right now. I hope, I hope that gets better. Um, Help recruit people <laughs> to yeah. our industry. You know, that's, we've got to get the youth of America really looking at this as a career option. No kidding. And it's a great career. Um, it sure is. Um, I, and the other thing we talked about, we chose to stay, you know, we, yeah, we did not you... move out and I think you'd really have to think about that. Um, obviously we stayed to save money. Yeah. Um, and our upstairs, other than the windows, which generated a huge mess more so than we, we thought they would. Um, the upstairs really wasn't touched in many ways, but even then it was tough to to live up there. Yeah. You know, and, and that is one of the things when you're in these older homes, the way they're framed out, which you saw in the case when we removed the windows and put the new ones and there were, there was no framing in the wall up to the window 
because of the nature of the brick. So we're in the areas where there were drywalled walls, not plaster on brick, the framing wasn't up to it. So we had to go back in and infill framing around the windows to extend jams. And that creates so much more mess than yeah. what you would think it ever would. Yeah. Um, because that dust is black. I don't understand what happens in a wall when nothing's disrupting it, but it turns black and it gets everywhere. Everywhere. And I mean, you can, and you know this, you can do dust protection. We had zipper walls everywhere. We had tack mats down to catch everything, but it doesn't catch everything. You know, there, there's still going to be dust. Your, your project was literally right on that threshold of you should get out versus stay, but you kind of had the whole upstairs problem was you had to go through all of the construction to get there yeah and you know even to go out to your car or run down to schmitz and get a cream puff you had to run through all that which is what you'd be doing greg or <laughs> tomahawk to get a beer oh yeah. or the mohawk, mohawk or whatever yeah. yeah for the first few months it was fine but as the project you know lingers li- yes it got it got really old really really fast but um again a lot of those things I mean, we knew there'd be dust but even though you know it man it gets like I said, really old, very quickly. Yeah. So getting in the right frame of mind. So back to our tip, you know, you've got to get ready. And so you're helping people do that. You know, I, I love, I love the fact that you're sharing this from a homeowner viewpoint in an older home because it's very trying, but I'm really happy to hear how you are at the end of this. You know, we've got a lot of projects going on in German village and there's some similarities between some of them. You know, fortunately we haven't had the cabinet issues. Yeah. Um, I wish it wouldn't have happened on yours. Um, but there are, you know, there are changes that come up. You know, I've got, I've got one that's been going on. It feels like, uh, half my lifetime. Um, but the client continues to add things and change things. And, you know, we, we don't have people immediately available, uh, to just jump on those when they're like, oh, we're going to, let's, you know, add crown mold to the entire first floor and let's change the baseboards out and the casing out from what is here. And we're at that point of trim. And, you know, that it's great because we're at the point of trim, but it's not great when the scope was one thing and it's another. And now we've got to add a week and a half and there's lead time on materials and the guys we're going to have trimming it are gone now and uh, we can't get them back for three weeks. So, I mean, those are the types of things. There's this ripple effect on all of it and it just seems to snowball sometimes. But hang in there and anyone who's in the middle of a remodel, hang in there, like keep your chin high things will work out that that's not just J.S. Brown, but any good contractor is going to help see you through to the very end and just, you know, realize they're on your team. And I think when you, at the end of the day, frustrated or not realize we were still on your team and we weren't going anywhere, hopefully it let you hit the pillow a little bit better. Absolutely. 100%. I can't imagine having, and I've heard these horror stories, having a contractor or a company that just doesn't come back to finish the job or when there are issues, they don't hold up their end of the bargain. Um, that's when I would lose sleep. Yeah. Yep. Well, I'm glad we didn't have to cross that bridge. And uh, Seth, all. I'm thrilled to have you here. I wish Keith would have been able to join us too, get the perspective. I really uh, thank you for your business. Uh, thank you for going this extra mile for us uh, to come on above grade and share your experience. And uh, hopefully, you know, when, when you're ready to do that upstairs, we're around <laughs> for you and we can, we can uh, report back on part two. Sounds good. I'll be back. All right. Well, thanks again. Greg, you got anything in closing you want to hear uh, from just Seth? Wait for Seth to invite me over for dinner is all in that new oh, kitchen. <laughs> we'll see. All right, okay. I might charge you. <laughs> all right, yeah, well, I pay for the remodel okay. somehow. <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> That's right. Admission. Hey, I like right. that idea. Right. Yeah, okay, right. Okay. You're onto something. I want royalties now because I helped hook you up with this concept. <laughs>
Not necessary, but yeah, <laughs> looking forward to getting over there again and seeing it now that you've been living in it for a while. I'm glad glad it's going well. We get to do this all the time, don't we, Greg? Every Talk week. Talk about great topics. Every week we do this right here on Above Grade. And you can find our podcast by going to iTunes, go to jsbrowncompany.com. You obviously did one of those two things to find us today. But make sure you rate and review us. Let us know how we're doing. And if you got something you want to share with us, a story you've gone through, a remodeling experience maybe you had that you'd like to share with, with folks, we'd love to hear from you. You can do that by sending us an email at abovegrade at jsbrowncompany.com. And we might even invite you on the show to talk to you about your experience or any ideas you have in construction. Until next week, this is Bryce Jacob with J.S. Brown & Company, wishing you a great week to build from. Above Grade is a Columbus Radio Group production and produced by me, Greg Hansberry.